0: Just say no. Remember that slogan from the 1980s anti-drug campaign? Well, we're talking about a different drug this time. It's the drug of mediocrity and wasted time. Hi, this is Rochelle Carrington with the Quest Source. In order to get your life back, you need to start learning to say no. But how do you do that without ticking everyone off and losing all of your friends and business colleagues? There are ways to do it, believe it or not, and still have people love you. You don't have to say no to the person, but you can say no to the task or idea. So today we're gonna talk about how to kill your addiction to the yes drug, which only ends up making you feel frazzled and stressed out in the end. Now, if you listen to my last podcast, you don't have a knowledge problem, you have an execution problem, then you learned how to schedule your weekly jam sessions. But if your company is like most, people are still going to keep trying to put stuff on your calendar. And when that happens, the question is, how the heck are you supposed to get your 20% done? The only way to do that is to fire yourself from doing certain things. In other words, just say no. If you're like me, that's a difficult thing to do. After all, you might like to help others or maybe being asked to do something makes you feel wanted or important or maybe doing things other people want allows you to procrastinate what you really should be doing. Regardless, you've got to learn to say no, so you start operating on your priorities and not someone else's. Other people will constantly delegate things to you, but all that does is make you busier and allows them to enjoy their life. So don't fall into that trap. Here's what you can do to say no in a nice way. Number one, create a stop doing list. Think about the things that you currently do that you really shouldn't. Perhaps they are below your pay grade. Maybe it's something you find difficult and someone else can just do it better than you. Whatever it is, make a list of the things that make no real strides toward your goals and stop doing them. Number two, hire people who play at the things you call work. What I mean by that statement is there are probably some things you do that you don't really like to do and someone else thinks they're fun. In other words, a task that seems like work to you may seem like playtime to someone else. The biggest task that I absolutely hate is anything related to spreadsheets. Yet, I know many people who love creating those things. What would take me an hour to create, and it probably still wouldn't work, it could take someone else five minutes. So find the person that plays on the stuff that you feel like work and delegate it to them. Whether they do it as a favor, you pay them, you don't pay them, it doesn't really matter. Just get that horrible task delegated to someone else. Number three, when someone asks you to do something you would rather not do, simply say, I really appreciate the offer, but I just don't have the bandwidth right now. Your decline of their invitation, whether it's to help someone with a project or babysit your sister's kids, it's important to say thanks, but no thanks. And know that if they're a friend or or a good colleague or a family member, they will appreciate your honesty. And it's far better to be honest about what your bandwidth can do than to try to take on so many things and then get ticked off at yourself or the other person for doing it. By using these tactics, you're going to find that you're better able to focus on what you want to do and get everyone else's needs off your plate. Remember, if you don't use your time productively, someone else will use it unproductively. Check out some of the other things we have on our Facebook page, The Quest Source. And in the meantime, make sure you laugh a lot and learn a lot.